You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Powered by Coldwell Banker Ford McMurray. We love YMM. Monday. It's too early every year. It's earlier and earlier. It's ridiculous. At least that's my opinion when it comes to Halloween and Christmas stuff coming out. And let me preface this like nuance. I'm fine with stuff being sold year-round. You want to decorate for whatever holiday you want to decorate for year-round. You do it. You go ahead. It's just the the saturation of it, you know what I mean? It's just surrounding you a little bit too early to the point where it's, I think two-month wind-up is like a nice amount, you know what I mean? Any longer, you run the risk of nothing being available, the week of the day being celebrated, and even worse, being sick of the holiday on the holiday, which I just think is ludicrous if you're a fan of it, right? If you want to celebrate it, then make it mean something, but that's just me. That's just me. That means that this is the week I actually expect to see the Halloween sections in stores. They've been out for quite a while. And the Halloween candy stacks starting to appear. Again, they've been out for a while. Problem is, though, some places are already rolling in the Christmas stuff. You know? Maybe I'm in the wrong, though. That's just what I'm trying to figure out. Trying to take the pulse. Got a poll going on up on our social media. You can feel free to call or text it as well. Do you actually like the Halloween and Christmas stuff coming out early? Is that a preference? Am I the one that has it so wrong? Please, let me know. Am I so out of touch? No, it's the children who are wrong. If you weren't aware, the uh, MTV Video Music Awards took place last night from Newark, New Jersey, and uh, with a whole host of categories that really don't have a lot of bearing on the playlist that we play, but some, like Best Rock, for instance, and it was Red Hot Chili Peppers with Black Summer winning that one out. Meanwhile, Foo Fighters, Jack White, Muse, Shinedown, and Three Days Grace were on the uh, nomination list on that one, and the night was filled with really, really impressive performances, wild fashion, and for anybody over the age of 40, probably just a bewildering experience overall <laughs> that's what mtv does that's the space they occupy meanwhile ozzy osbourne is sick of the space that he is occupying because he says he is fed up with mass shootings and gun violence in america he says god knows how many people have been shot in school shootings he has done and is planning to move his family back to england simply because of it everything's bleeping ridiculous here is what he's saying um so uh, we wish you well and travel safe absolutely Kind of makes sense. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. It's finally here. The product we've all been waiting for. The Oscar Mayer Wiener Pop. Um, apparently, this is a real product that is being sold. I don't know if it's fully like a wide for sale thing across North America, across the world, or if it's just a weird novelty thing that's very hard to access. You know, sometimes you can't even buy it in stores. You gotta enter some Twitter contest or something like that. I don't know for sure, but I do know that Oscar Myers is now releasing the Cold Dog. It is a frozen popsicle that tastes like their brand of hot dog, right? And uh, they say it's refreshing, it's smoky, there's notes of umami, and it even comes with a mustard swirl. I'm not sure if it's directly just mustard or if it's some kind of sweet, mustardy frosting that... Ugh, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. Apparently, people that were polled on the internet 
said that this idea was a genius. Genius idea. They had overwhelming excitement for the cold dog idea, for the wiener pop. And uh, they say it was a no-brainer to make this a reality. I don't know. I think that my morbid curiosity would allow me to try it, but I just can't think. I can't believe. I can't know that I would love it. It just looks like you're eating a frozen hot dog right out of the freezer. And honestly... The thing that's most upsetting about it is just having to say the words wiener pop over and over again. No, stop. Stop it. Tuesday. It has returned. It is back. <laughs> Pumpkin spice is here. I mean, you know, if you want one. Um, and, of course, you could always... Make your own pumpkin spice anything year-round. It's never really changed. It's just been on the shelf. But now, the official one. You know, the pumpkin spice latte and the iced version. The cold cream foamy brew one is back as well. They've got some apple pie cinnamon crispy thing that they've got with oat or not with oat. You know, They've got all kinds of fall flavors coming back again as of today. I just... I just want to hold on to summer for a little bit longer, right? I don't like, I don't hate it. It's delicious. I'll admit it. It is delicious. So if it's for you today, then enjoy. And I might not be able to stick to my guns. <laughs> I might get one too. Did I make it epic enough? I think so. The monkeys, well, the main uh, surviving member of the monkeys, Mickey Dolenz, he is suing the FBI, actually, and it is all to do with a Hoover-era file on the band from 1967-ish. A portion of this file has been released, including one FBI informant claiming during a concert subliminal messages were depicted on screen, which, in the opinion, opinion of the informant, constituted left-wing intervention of a political nature. And, uh, you know, we're inciting riots and unfavorable responses from the audience, blah, 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 blah. Mickey Dolan's now saying, give me the rest of the file. I want to see it. And has uh, applied with a Freedom of Information uh, Act request and has been denied. So now there's a lawsuit in place basically specifically designed just for Mickey to get his hands on this document and, I assume, have a laugh about what it contains. Meanwhile, uh, there's news that Michael Jackson was almost Morpheus in this brand new TV show, The Sandman, from Neil Gaiman, based on the book and uh, uh, various works that he's created back in the 90s. And that's just it. That's how long the TV adaptation of this property has taken to make. We had Michael Jackson actually wanting to be cast as the Morpheus character. Uh, however, 1996 was a long time ago, and maybe it would have been possible then. Certainly, obviously... Not so much anymore. If you go by just the stories in the news, uh, that air travel is like a total soap opera right now. Never experienced anything even close to that. I mean, in my experience, the worst uh, experience on a flight has to do with like turbulence or, or delays. You know what I mean? Like that's it. The standard regular stuff. We should be so thrilled to be able to travel so efficiently, right? But, but no, I mean, now I'm reading about a couple of Air France pilots who have been suspended now after a fight broke out on the plane. But see, the fight was between the two pilots in the cockpit. You don't want that happening. Like, I don't know if anybody in the world wants to know that the pilots who are beyond the cockpit are just absolutely having a brawl behind that locked door. Like, what if somebody thumps into that door? You think that the people that are in the first class uh, at the front are going to be feeling good about their selection of seat? 
Now, now, the nerves are gonna go instantaneously. This would be absolutely terrifying, I think. But at the same time, I mean, I know nothing about how to handle a plane, but it does seem like there's a lot of programs at work that help out, and the fact that a couple of people could be fighting while the plane is flying itself lends credence to that, doesn't it? It lends a little bit of credence, but... I mean, there's also the luggage issues that people have been having. There's, you know, just delays in flights, like, to the point where you're spending another night here, there, everywhere. It's been a little bit tough. Honestly, haven't really ever experienced air travel that's that bad. Now I'm just curious, does it actually happen on the regular? You read stories all the time. I don't know. I actually don't want to find out either. I'm pretty happy with just humdrum airline travel. I'll stick with my view out the window being the most exciting thing for me. Thank you very much. Wednesday. Two pilots on an Air France flight literally fighting in the cockpit. Fist fighting in the cockpit. They're now suspended. Shocker. But no, this is about a Southwest Airlines flight down to Cabo San Lucas, obviously for a little vacation. And the pilot had to make an announcement during the flight that went as follows, as captured by somebody on board with their phone. So here's the deal. This continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. And it's vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, send a naked picture. Let's get yourself to Cabo. <laughs> if you could, didn't quite catch that, I totally understand. Pilot voice, right? But somebody was airdropping nude photos on the flight, presumably towards the pilots. Hey, Mr. Pilot's phone, click send. Uh, yeah, they weren't too appreciative of these nudes being sent. And I mean, I understand. I totally do understand. It's a little bit awkward. And I absolutely am reminded of the bus driver from Billy Madison. I'll turn this damn bus around. That'll end your precious little field trip pretty damn quick, huh? <laughs> Total dad vibes. A big happy birthday that's a day belated, admittedly. Netflix turned 25 yesterday. 25. Yeah, and seeing some people trying to work out the math of a streaming service existing before the year 2000 is definitely amusing to me. It's amazing. People going, wait, what? And in fact, the actual first year of streaming that Netflix was engaged in was 2007. So, I mean, that is quite a while ago, but it wasn't until it was like a worldwide thing in 2016. So, I mean, it is fairly new, but Netflix, not so much. Netflix can drive. Netflix can rent a car now. But if you didn't know, yeah, it actually started as a movie mail-out system. You would use the internet to order, but the actual mail to get your uh, movies. And they still have that service. Red envelopes and everything. But when they first started, they only had 925 titles total available to rent by mail. The first title rented out was Beetlejuice. Fun fact, more than anything. Uh, and in the year 2000, the company offered to sell to Blockbuster for $50 million. They were... declined. Fast forward to today, and Blockbuster is now little more than an upcoming sitcom and the one singular location that they made the documentary about. Oh, and by the way, the sitcom is a Netflix original, which is just the best part, the best fact of the entire story. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Michael Stipe has decided to help out in a big way with a charity 
Earth Percent. Uh, this is founded by Brian Eno just last year, 2021, offering to uh, simple, innovative ways for businesses and artists to donate to the most impactful organizations addressing climate emergency. And how is Michael Stipe getting involved? Well, he's teamed up with BD Wolf to put out a climate-friendly vinyl. It's actually not made of vinyl specifically, but it is a vinyl record. It's Bioplastic, the world's first commercially available instance of it, a 12-inch record that is going to be available in the very near future. And and limited to only 500 copies as well. Pre-sale is available to uh, begin, and uh, that starts September 2nd. David Bowie in the news once again after being added to Camden's Music Walk of Fame. That is alongside The Who, alongside Amy Winehouse, other incredibly huge British acts. Uh, he's the very latest to have received it, of course, posthumously. And uh, this is a special award that uh, has been launched since 19, uh, 2019, but was originally talked about as early as 2013 and that is why some of the artists kind of have been added to it after the fact as the unveiling happened in 2019 and 2020. And the final tickets were just released for the Taylor Hawkins tribute gig from the Foo Fighters, as well as so many other artists getting involved. The Wembley Stadium one specifically, that is coming first in September on Saturday the 3rd, and will be live streamed through MTV's uh, a YouTube page globally, so you will have access to it. The uh, second one over in LA on September 27th, featuring a lot of the same artists, but some of a different, somewhat of a different lineup. We were just talking about Netflix and the fact that they used to be a physical medium exclusive company before the streaming. They still do do that, but not that many people take advantage as much as they used to, for sure. But I was just realizing last night, I had a bit of an epiphany. I think I already knew, but it really had to face my inner self, you know what I mean? I've realized that really nice physical copy media is like crack to me. I just come from that time, you know what I mean? The pre-internet analog time. Um, now, I don't think that I have like a true problem because other than a couple of like vinyl records and the only physical copy anything I've picked up in the last few years is like one Blu-ray, okay? Only one in several years. But my significant other just got a special import Blu-ray, like commemorative edition delivery in the mail yesterday, and I caught myself just intensely locked into watching her look at every little piece of that packaging. I, I witnessed something within myself, you know, practically salivating on the coffee table. What a rush, man. Practically rubbing the bonus feature disc on my gums, you know what I mean? Sneaking out of bed in the middle of the night just to smell that new packaging smell. Okay, uh, maybe I do have a problem after all. Thursday. You might have experienced the unique experience that is the Winnie the Pooh blood and honey horror movie. <laughs> that is a tongue twister. Uh, it is ridiculous. It actually somehow managed to look kind of good, kind of interesting. But if you're not familiar, Winnie the Pooh, in fact, the whole story of the Hundred Acre Wood, now available in the public domain to do whatever you want with. And people thought, hey, let's make a horror movie. Let's do it. Let's put it out. The release date is coming and uh, it's going to be creepy. It's going to disturb some people. But I thought... This is a fun chance to come up with some other horror versions of expired copyright titles of public domain stuff. Now that it's a thing in the world and following in the footsteps of Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies, what other titles can we come up with? How about Arthur, The Sword in the Skull? Or how about a Canadian classic, Anne of Crimson Gables? It doesn't really roll off the tongue as well, but still. What about the Great Gutsby? He lures you to his fantastic party, only to leave you gutless. It's a stretch, I know, but the Wizard of Axe. 
I could just imagine that one. That actually sounds like a fun B movie. Or Robin Hood, Thief of Life. It does look like the Jeff Beck North American tour is actually going to be the Jeff Beck and Johnny Depp joint North American tour. Uh, of course, they did release an album back in 2000. Uh, uh, sorry, an album together in July called 18. And they're going to be servicing that, promoting that as they go through the rest of the dates, most of the rest of the dates on this North American tour, which is actually going to get into its full swing as we get closer to October. Interesting. Uh, Millie Vanilli in the news simply because the biopic is greenlit and the cast has been revealed. And uh, there's going to be, of course, some discussion within the story about the lip syncing and the hiring of the models and who actually made the music and everything. But it's going to take a little while. Announcing the cast is a few steps away from actually releasing said movie. And Cher has made a public reaction to a pop star, Dua Lipa, being called the Cher of this generation. Of course, Cher, 76-year-old pop icon of her own generation, is uh, sparking a bit of controversy. Yeah, uh, a little bit, a little bit, because she says, how many years are in a generation? And people are interpreting that as being some shade being thrown around. I don't think so. I think Cher is just being Cher. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Holy cow, long weekend is just about to begin, and before it officially starts, Wood Buffalo Rib Fest is here, taking over the Sny Park, and uh, we're here with one of the people involved heavily in the entire event, uh, and from Billy Bones Barbecue, Andrew, uh, how are you doing today? I am doing good, how are you doing? People getting in touch, they're wondering, when is the first chance I can buy ribs and put them in my face, right? Yeah, I mean, we're, <laughs> we're so excited to be back in Fort Mac, so yeah, we're looking forward to a great weekend and it does start tomorrow for everybody to come and attend and you know free to come down to the sny and take a look around and get some food into you of course you got to pay for the food but it's actually starting for you today you said you're, you're very busy yeah so today we're going to be setting up uh, this morning actually we're currently already parking um the guys are down there working we're going to start cooking and then tonight uh, billy's barbecue is going to be donating uh, 200 meals to the homeless shelter here in Fort Mac. Uh, we just thought it was important to give back to the community, um, especially with the tough times that are going on right now. So, that's uh, yeah, it's important to us that these events, you know, give back to the community and keep the longevity going. Uh, that's that's beautiful to see. And yeah, making sure that, that everybody has a chance to get fed. Of course, there's going to be four days of people getting their feet on, but that's not it. There's music in the air once again for this one. People have been wondering, how can I get that Rib Fest classic experience? This is the weekend to do it. Yeah, this is. I mean, I'm so Super excited for the East Coast Kitchen Party uh, Friday night. I think that's going to be a really good time. Um, also, the, yeah, the Reclaws playing Sunday is going to be sweet. I mean, they're one of the hottest bands in Canada right now for country. So, yeah, I'm just super excited and uh, can't wait to see all of you. That's one of the big things that I've been hearing is that, like, the Reclaws, they're, they're here in town this weekend? Yeah, they absolutely are. Uh, so tomorrow, get your George Street uh, taste of the East yeah. uh, here in Fort McMurray to kick things off. Rock the Sny with live bands all day long on Saturday. The Hootenanny on Sunday. It's going to be awesome. And then Family Day Monday. So what is the key, the secret? I mean, this is, I think I've asked you in the past, uh, what makes delicious barbecue ribs the best possible? Yeah, I think obviously cooking everything at a low temperature is most important. Uh, low and slow. Got to have a little bit of sweet, a little bit of heat, and obviously a salty rub. Um, that's the key. You know, you want that salt to come out underneath the sweet sauce. And uh, yeah. 
and bring out those natural flavors yeah, and that, natural that juices. And yeah, we're, uh, I mean, Billy's is Alberta's most winning team for sure. Um, but on North America standard too, we're probably in the top five. So yeah, we're just, we're just happy to be back. Get a taste of it this weekend. Thanks so much for stopping by and telling us all about it. Of course, you can find out more information about Wood Buffalo Rib Fest online or just by coming to the Sanai tomorrow when it kicks off and taking a look around, snoop around. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Friday. Really one of the biggest associations with the Lord of the Rings films beyond the accolades, the Oscars won, the incredible special effects and the fact that it swept the entire world up for three years and then beyond uh, was a lot of walking, right? Lots and lots of walking. And uh, thankfully, I haven't heard that there's too much of that taking over when it comes to the brand new Lord of the Rings prequel show that has shown up on Amazon Prime, uh, Rings of Power, out with a few episodes already. Same deal over on HBO slash, you know, Crave in Canada for the new Game of Thrones prequel. Thousands of years in the past, find out what happened to set the stage for what happened with what you have already seen and know, right? Did... Did the two companies that were making this, did they, uh, did they think maybe they should take a moment to talk about release schedules and think maybe at the exact same time in 2022 was like maybe not the best idea, maybe a little oversaturated? I don't know. To be perfectly honest, I've been so behind on everything, I haven't seen either show, so no spoilies, okay? No spoilies. I'll get to it. There's a long weekend ahead, although it's going to be gorgeous outside, so it's not looking good. Ribfest begins. Absolutely, they've already started cooking because you got to get started early when you're going that low and that slow to m- produce delicious, delicious food all through the weekend for us down at the SNI. The full festival with music in the air every day, free to attend. Though there is a VIP section if you really want to jump into there, absolutely grab a ticket for it. Kind gesture from Billy Bones Barbecue as well, bringing 200 meals to the patrons of the Center of Hope last night. That's right, and they're just one of several of the amazing uh, flavors, amazing different booths that you can get to while the Ribfest uh, celebration is on over the weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. If your, you know, buddy planned a backyard barbecue for this weekend, you might have to let them know that, uh, you know, they're, they're a great griller. They're a great griller, truly. But the, uh, the professionals are in town for this weekend. Look, kids, I just got my party invitations back from the printers. Come to Homer's BBBQ. The extra B is for BYOBB. What's that extra B for? That's a typo. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. We are going to be able to watch globally a free uh, broadcast version of the Taylor Hawkins tribute show tomorrow via the MTV YouTube channel. However, we've just learned that the Smashing Pumpkins have announced a free show in New York City later this month to kind of kick off their North American tour featuring Jane's Addiction as well as Poppy and Meg Myers. But uh, it's not going to be live streamed for anybody to uh, just jump online on the uh, internet. They are calling it specifically an intimate club performance on Thursday, September 22nd, and tickets are free but only being given away by contest. And yeah, going to be kind of hard to get. Uh, No effects have just absolutely broken some brains on the internet after dropping a comment that says they're breaking up in 2023. Fat Mike was the one who posted said comment and specifically said it's been an amazing run. They're not done with their performances yet. They still have some set up for uh, this uh, this weekend, I think. Uh, A couple of them, there's more punk and drublick festivals across Europe and North America happening throughout 2022 into 2023. 
but I guess they're hanging up the towel after that. And uh, meanwhile, Anthrax has canceled their 2022 European tour. They're calling it a logistical issue, as well as high cost to be able to uh, continue. But they do say, kind of a caveat, they're going to be able to come to the UK as scheduled. Not the greater uh, Europe mainland, but UK, uh, keep your tickets. This mashup is pretty incredible. And coming from a master of mashups, apparently, if you haven't heard of the Taskmaster, metal fans, rejoice, because you can hear your classic favorite songs redone. Uh, apparently, this guy has almost 60 different mashups of just Metallica and Megadeth songs alone. And yeah, I know, the whole history, the Dave Mustaine of it all. Yeah, I get it, which is why it's kind of extra awesome. But this one is a very unlikely mashup. In fact, I had completely forgotten about the song, Run uh, sorry, uh, Big Gun from ACDC. The mashup is called Run to Gun because it's ACDC's 1993 hit from the soundtrack to Last Action Hero mixed with Run to You by Brian Adams. Yeah, yeah, I said it was unlikely. And this is what it turns out like. I'm sorry, that just rocks. That kicks into the chorus so well. Of course, you can take a listen to the whole thing by finding The Taskmaster on YouTube, but might just put an extra, you know, interesting spin on the music you're playing through the long weekend. Of course, there's live music in the air down at Ribfest, so make sure you put some of that into your weekend as well. Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into The Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. On 100.5. Cruise FM.